do you do you have to make sure the animation looks good from every direction or just from the camera view? Classic question. Uh, have at it, David. Yeah, I would say it depends. What are you doing? Oh, depends. <laughs> Strikes again. The depends. <laughs> um, I would say definitely for animated feature or anything. I don't want to say anything other. But most things other than gameplay animation, yes, you do want to favor uh, a camera. But there's definitely some extremes. There, there's other departments, as you like CFX that might have to deal with cloth and, and fur and deformation and a lighting department that might see the shadow of a arm <laughs> that is just completely in the background that you don't see, but we might see uh, the, the, the shadow of the uh, reflection. So. I would say for most cases, you try to make it as look as you can from the mm -hmm. camera and you can cheat a little bit. But if you cheat too much, and I've seen something that is not even cheated, is just exploding from everywhere other than the perfect angle that is from the, the camera, that's usually a bad thing. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, for obviously in gameplay animation and brand, that's more your uh, your your expertise, I would say. Mm. What what other situation than gameplay animation would you feel that? I mean, we're coming back to the the, the work cycle for the background character. <clears throat> that that's another good example because when you're animating those background characters, you have no idea what angle exactly they're going mm. to be for the uh, camera. <clears throat> so we used to do play blast of them, of you know three quarters side and and front. So we just make sure that it's working from uh, every angle. But that was definitely just for background and crowd kind of characters. Do you hear this? I I do. What what's happening? I just wondering. I was because I I I had to screw the setting so I could finally do sound effects again in here. But I finally yeah. got it right. Apparently. Is it the time of the stream that we announce a, yeah. a prize or, no, or, or no, something? No. No? I'm going to do this instead. Already, it's it's anecdote time. <laughs> so I have a little bit of story. A little story here. It's it that is perfectly fitting into this question. Um, and to answer the question that you kind of bounced back in my court, David. Um, so yes, obviously for video games, <laughs> it's almost like we planned it, but we didn't. The, um, the thing is with video games, yes, normally, and even depending on the type of video game, some, you might get a little bit more away with more than other video games. Like obviously a side scroller, you're not gonna have to worry about the, uh, all the angles. You, all you care about is what that silhouette looks like pretty much. Um, but a third person game is going to be on the other end of that spectrum. Um, because you're going to be able to rotate the camera around your character. You can see anything from any point, point of view. And you can't, in a case like this, you can't make it look awesome from all the angles, I find, but you can definitely try to favor the angle that you're most often going to see. So, for instance, third-person games, what angle are you seeing most of the time? The ass end of your character. So you want to make sure that that looks like particularly good because you'll be getting very well acquainted with the ass of your character for many hours playing a game. So make sure that that looks good and the cycle looks good from that angle, which can be tricky because it's a straight on, which is not the, the most flattering of angles. Um, but you got to figure it out. And um, I think Assassin's Creed is like a quite literally a um, a masterclass in this. You take a look at the things that they did to the cycles in that game, things that like, you know, would maybe even look awkward 
in in some cases from some of the other angles, but looks so badass. Like you take a look at the sprinting animation and it's it's kind of funny because it looks like what you look like when you're just starting the sprint. You know that that when you're digging in and you're just you're just it's like a violent flurry of limbs all over the place. It's like this just a sustained run looks like this. Um so, you know, it's cuz they're trying to make it interesting as opposed to something that just looks kind of static just kind of bouncing up and down in front of the camera. But um yes, even in television and film, I, this is this is where I get to the anecdote. So I worked on a television production many, many years ago. It was called The Sitting Ducks. Um, it was uh, done in Toronto. And um, it was um, it was an interesting television production. And um, there was a guy that that I that sat. He was actually a guy. He was I was a I was a, a supervisor on that team. Um, so was Marco, actually. Funny, fun fact. And it was um, it was a. Um, it. It. Uh, the team was a, a weird mix of people with a bit more 3D experience. Marco and I both had more 3D experience than some of the others on the team. Some of them were at 2D animators that just re, just recently, because I mean, we just had Troy on not so long ago, and uh, we talked a little bit about how you know the the what the collapse of the 2D industry looked like in, in Toronto. We didn't get deep into it, but it was definitely there, and um, he felt it uh, a, a bit right, like kind of the the the. He felt the aftermath of that a little bit because he just after he left Disney Canada, it shut down like abruptly. So he kind of dodged that bullet. But a lot of people were displaced and they they found work in 3D and they had to train up really quickly. So I there was a couple people that I had um, on that, that project. And one guy was on my team. I can't remember his name. Very talented animator. But one thing that he always did was he was always thinking like a 2D animator and was only animating it from the one angle that you would see it from. Okay. And the shots actually held up pretty decently from the angle, but I swear to you, it was like, it was like a, it was like a giant dumpster with a lot of little mini dumpsters that were all on fire all at the same time. It was like the mega dumpster fire. It was a mess. And here's the funny thing. It, it, you might, you might be like, yeah, but who cares if it looked good from the camera angle and who cares? Well, you know, who cares? The lighting and rendering department cares because the, the complete catastrophe that were shadows, cast shadows. And, and like, it, it was just like, you can't see it in the viewport. Cause back then there was no seeing shadows and viewports. Let me tell you, it was like, you had to render it to see it. And it was a, it was a mess. So it was, he had a huge re uh, take. Um, count because he was always getting revisions well after he got the animation approved because lighting and rendering would reveal the nastiness that was lying under that surface. So let's just say that you do need to consider things like this. The lighting and rendering, just the, your interaction with the environment, you know, can um, can definitely come to effect if you, and that doesn't mean that you have to make it look awesome from all the angles, but it needs to at least be reasonable and logical from other angles probably. Yep. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this anecdote time. <laughs>